and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noda Francesco, and I'm joined, as always, by my grandpa, uh, Husker Dan, it, from Omaha, the uh, heartland of Nebraska football. Grandpa, how are you doing today? I'm doing just super. We're I'm excited about our guest. He's out in California. You're in Fort Collins, and I'm in Omaha. Just the so. magic of technology. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. incredible. You know, I mean, years ago, uh, you couldn't have dream, dreamed of that. You know, it's yeah. like... Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just wild. Yeah. But yeah. we we have a special guest. You, uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about Fred Hoiberg before, before I introduced David. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Nebraska basketball, their men's basketball team, at least has been doing pretty well as of late. They've been winning games that we didn't think that they could. Uh, when we talked about them, I believe it was three weeks ago was the last time right. we had, uh, didn't have an interview. Um, so they beat, uh, number 23, Ohio state, I believe it was Wednesday of this week or Thursday yeah, at, at, uh, at Ohio state. state, uh, which, uh, pretty impressive big win for them. Um, so they're obviously doing something right from when we talked about them last. So hopefully that'll continue. I don't think, I mean, they're not going to get into the NCAA tournament, but, um, maybe who knows, uh, if they win the big, I think they'd have to win the big 10 to do it, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's that's all I really I wanted to say about Husker basketball. Just yeah. that they're they're playing better. But yeah. Well, I the their special guest that we have is David Max, and uh, uh, David gave me an opportunity. Uh, this is my I started my twentieth year this year writing for Husker. Well, it was Huskerpedia back then, and uh, through David's uh, efforts and and starting a website, I was able to write. And then selfishly, we had Husker Dan's Army, which was a great success. And then we had Husker Fans Salute the Troops. And then, Will, you and I have just started this podcast and yeah. it's taken off, you know, more than we could ever have imagined. And, mm-hmm. and we not had uh, David Max's uh, help in this thing. Uh, you and I'd be talking to each other on a pair of Dixie cups or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, we want to welcome. David Max and and David is an author, and uh, and he started Huskerpedia and that it developed into Husker Max. And welcome to our show, David. Oh, thanks for having me. What's uh, here? It's I think it's snowing, isn't it? Uh, in yeah. uh, Fort Collins. Yeah, it just started. Well, it, it just stopped, but um, yeah, it's, it's cold been snowing. and rainy in Omaha, and I don't even want to ask David, but the weather's like there and it's probably 65 and sunny (laughs) it's uh partly cloudy and and uh it's going to get up in the 70s early next week so you're so lucky (laughs) (laughs) i i have to ask you know and i've I've known david for 20 well almost 20 years and uh but I, i don't David has taken his love of Husker football. And it, by the way, all you folks out there, if you don't have his book, you need to buy it. And I have a copy of it in my little hand here. It says 50 years of Husker memories. And David's going to tell you how to uh, buy that book when we get to the end of this uh, uh, broadcast. But I read, I can't say I read every word of it, but I read probably 90% of it, David interviews in here uh, from you know, former Husker football players uh, to you, you got, you got a great interview with Larry, the cable guy. He's a, you know, he's a huge Husker fan, obviously. Uh, but it, I think that anybody who has been around Husker football for, you know, I'm 
Will is only 16. He, he doesn't know a lot of the people who are in that book, but I do. And you and I, David, grew up uh, loving the Huskers in 1962. So that was, we had, I didn't know we shared that in common, but, yeah. but let me, let me ask you being a, you know, a, there are a lot of great Husker fans out there, but they don't develop websites. How did you, why did you do that? Why did you feel compelled to do it? And how, what were the mechanics of just doing that? Well, I actually started Huskerpedia as, as a proof of concept. Uh, I was involved with the guy who owned uh, autopedia.com and uh, long story, very short, uh, we created a partnership based on the brand of the Pedia suffix, you know, so that's how Huskerpedia got its name. And then, uh, his passion was automobiles and my passion was Husker football. So I started Huskerpedia with, uh, with no marketing budget and started uh, setting up the website. And then while doing research for it, I found Joe Hudson's uh, all the game pages with all that information back to 1890 on Yahoo GeoCities. And he was basically putting it up there for free. <laughs> And so I contacted him and said, you know, what would you charge me to put that on, uh, on Huskerpedia? And he said, well, for you, because you're a Husker fan, there's no charge. And as a matter of fact, you're the first guy to ask. Everybody else just steals it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I said to myself, well, this is a good guy. So, so then I um, told my Pedia partner that I was going to uh, start Huskerpedia with Joe and use his content. And, uh, uh, we started in September of 1999. And so I told Joe, you know, you keep doing what you're doing and I'll do the marketing and we'll split it down the middle. You know, so at the time, Joe was working as a copy editor for the Denver Post and uh, he's making more money now than he did uh, when he was working at the Post. Wow. So, wow. so it, it's, it uh, worked out well for both of them because, you know, it, it's, what he does, he's so good at what he does, and I couldn't do what he does, you know. So I'm, <laughs> I always like the story about, uh, you know, Bobby Bowden when he was coaching in the national championship game in, against Virginia Tech, and uh, he was doing an interview in the first quarter, and they were the plays were going on behind him, and I kept saying, well, "What is he doing?" He said, "He should be watching the game and and being involved." <laughs> Then I realized this is he's he's surrounded himself with all these assistant coaches that know more about the stuff that he does. And uh, you know, once the game starts, his job is over. And and so I've always tried to surround myself with with people that have a lot more talent in the particular areas than, than I do, and and just uh, let them run with it. And that's that's uh, been pretty successful. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Um... And I know Will wants to ask some questions too. And I, I would just ask, uh, what's the, been the biggest, when you develop a website like that? And I don't even know how many Husker, how many websites are devoted just to Husker sports. I, I have no idea. Do you know how many there would be? Well, there's, there's a national ones, you know, like uh, rivals and 24 seven and, and uh, uh, you know, some of the corn nation, you know, they're part of the, of a syndication and uh, you know, the other ones that that's probably the most uh, prominent one out there. That's uh, actually based in Lincoln is uh, hail varsity. Wow. Know, and, and they've got the website and they've got the print product. And, and uh, 
So I think uh, they would be a, a good example of another, what I call one of, you know, not, not part of a network. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? What would you say has been your like biggest challenge in creating um, Huskerpedia and then Husker Max? Well, I, I think the biggest challenge was, was uh, when my autopedia partner stole all the content from Huskerpedia and he blocked Joe and I from accessing the website. Uh, oh, wow. Back in, uh, you know, uh, 2000, uh, 2009 or early 2010. And, you know, I had to sue, sue him to get it back. It took a year and a half before it even got to trial. And so during that time, uh, Joe and I started Husker Max, and I was fortunate that Joe had all the content that he had created uh, on his hard drive. So, so we were able to put up Husker Max uh, in a sh short period of time, and and Husker Max actually started in March of like 2010. 2010. Cool. And and uh, so that that was the biggest challenge, you know, because. <laughs> I had actually just uh, retired uh, from my medical job at Kaiser a uh, few months before that. <laughs> so so uh, I had to use a lot of my retirement savings just to uh, just to uh, pay the lawyers and, and uh, fight the lawsuit. But, uh, you know, there were some benefits that everything everything turns out for a reason. You know, Tom Osborne, mm -hmm. Tom Osborne did a video deposition on my behalf and the jury got to watch the whole thing. So I'm sure wow. it had an outcome in the trial and, you know, coach Osborne was, was very supportive and I will always appreciate him going out of his way to help me. Wow. That's a great story. Yeah. David, great story. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Grandpa, go ahead. No, go ahead. Will. All right. And then kind of going off of that, like uh, flip side of that coin, what's been the biggest like thrill you've gotten from running the website? Uh, like, is it, getting to have like special tailgates at um, Husker games at, or like having a bunch of people like um, not recognize you. Cause there's not really like a face for Husker max, but like um, hearing people talking about the website. Yeah. It's, you know, I think the, the biggest thrill is it, it has been being able to, to meet a lot of these Husker legends that uh, your grandpa and I know <laughs> and watch watched when they were players and uh, developed friendships with them. You know, so on my mother's 90th birthday, I was able to arrange for her to get phone calls that day from Tom Osborne, Johnny Rogers, Dave Hone, <laughs> Ferragamo, wow. Roger Craig, and Tommy Frazier. All <laughs> you know, in a period, in a period of about three hours, you know, so that was, that was a good birthday for her. <laughs> wow. I remember yeah. your mom too. Um, yeah. I met her at uh, several, I remember one game, it was in September, it was really hot and your mom was, your mom dressed, she she was very, yeah. um, you know, dressed to the nines and I thought, oh, this is way too warm for her. I don't think the heat bothered her one <laughs> bit. She was yeah. she was a huge Husker fan and, uh, and I remember her very, very well. Yeah. Um, the other thing uh, that happened, uh, with uh, just recently, I think it last spring is when the, the Husker Max had an alliance with the, or developed an alliance or relationship, I should say, with Sports Illustrated's website. How long was that in the working? And uh, what was what was the 
thing that that got that going that that you know i think it was stuck there for a while but what what yeah. got sports illustrated off dead center well uh, i was contacted by sports illustrated when uh, when the new ownership took over in uh, like mid 2019 and you know at the time when this first happened you know there was a lot of bad press and uh, you know the, the, about uh, long-term writers and stuff that uh, that were let go and stuff like that and and you know because anytime you know when you have the uh, you know print media migrating to digital media there's there's going to be some uh, some bumps in the road and and so and but we went back and forth for for two years and before we finally came to an understanding of leaving the over 150,000 pages of historical content that Joe was basically created it goes back to 1890 uh leave that on Husker Max and and place all of our articles going forward on Sports Illustrated and it's worked out very well you know for I think for both of us you know so we actually went live on Sports Illustrated on my 70th birthday which was May 21st of last year wow um so what was in it obviously money is the generating thing but so sports illustrated always always had it or already had its own writers and i mean they're looking well like i said when the new ownership took over they, they kind of changed their model because their older model was they'd have uh like the Ivan Maysells and some of these uh, nationally known names that right. would uh, write articles mm -hmm. for a whole bunch of different teams. And they went to a model of, of finding uh, a single writer or a single group for each individual team. And so they, they have been steadily since, since, uh, since they started, you know, two years ago, they're actually, um, uh, ahead of USA Today as far as uh, what they call ComScore traffic. And uh, they're, they're number four overall in ES, uh, ESPN's uh, number one. So they're, they're uh, and they started out a year or so ago about number 15. Wow. So, so it's, it's, uh, it's really picking up steam and they're, they're, they're adding more individual team writers all the time. I mean, we have, we have a, we have a conference call every couple of weeks and, and they've got uh, the entire NFL uh, filled out. Uh, they've got probably half of the power five uh, college teams uh, filled out. And, and it's uh, there's, they're, they're adding uh, two or three teams every week, every, every time we have a conference call. Wow. Um, so you have a lot of, like regular writers on your website, what is, how do you like get them to write for you? What do you like push as the draw for why, why they should come write for Oscar Max versus um, say Hale Varsity or one of the other websites you mentioned? Well, I mean, your grandpa could probably <laughs> give you some insight on things because, you know, when, when he first started writing for me, you know, my, my whole model has been a revenue share, you know, so so the writer gets, uh, you know, 50% of whatever uh, uh, income that, that their article creates. And, you know, that way uh, nobody gets upside down. And we, we started out uh, at, a, at a factor of a dollar and now it's up to like $8. You know? wow. so, so, I mean, Sports Illustrator has got national advertisers and, 
Mm -hmm. They and they can uh, they they pay better than than uh, you know what they call the programmatic you know that you get from all over you know so so it's it's um, uh, so so I started out you know the first year I paid a dollar and a couple of years later I upped it to two dollars and a couple of years later I upped it to four dollars and then when Sports Illustrated came up came on board I upped it to eight dollars you know so. So there's a financial incentive, but most of the people that write for us contact us. Uh, and then I've gone out and reached out for individual ones. Like uh, we've got people on our bulletin board that write pretty amazing stuff, you know? So one of them is um, Thought Doc <laughs> on the bulletin board. He's, he's actually a psychologist and he writes a, a, a post-game summary after every game that, uh, is very uh, detail oriented and and very thoughtful and 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 so I approached him <laughs> at one of our tailgates to hey you know why don't we take this off the bulletin board and put it over on Sports Illustrated and and uh, I'll write you a check so that's <laughs> <laughs> right column get check like that last part David <laughs> when I when I started writing in 2003 and it was it was a buddy of mine I used to send my columns to just guys I knew who liked Husker football you know and I said if you don't want this just delete or let me know and I won't send it to you and uh, back then um there there was, there was a writer a I don't, I don't remember. It was Bill, a desert Husker. Does that ring a bell? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and then he, he, he actually got a job at a Tucson newspaper, you know, and he used, he used his articles on Huskerpedia as a reference. <laughs> he was, and then Steve, the red clad loon. I mean, so this buddy of mine, he said, have, have you seen Husker Max? I, I said, what's Husker? Not well, it was Huskerpedia then. And I said, no. And I got on there. And then there were brilliant writers. Steve, the red clad loon was as funny and creative oh, as yeah. a writer as you. What, whatever happened to him? I wish you had come out of retirement. Uh, I mean, he, uh, he, uh, he, he took a job with the university and I don't know if, if he just decided he didn't want to do it anymore or, or what, but he hasn't written in a long time. To, I know to my knowledge. But I would take I would take him back in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I I've tried to go through Steve Sipple because they were both Steve uh, uh, the Red Clad Steve Smith is his name uh, yeah. used to be with the Lincoln Journal. Is that right, David? Uh, could be. Yeah. Um, he would he would write me <laughs> occasionally, and it was always. He had the uh, he had characters that he would talk about, and he, I thought he was just brilliant. I yeah, <laughs> I, it, it it was it was a it was great, and I loved. I, if you find out something about him or how I can contact him, just let me know because I I will I I'd will be all over that. Um, will do you have another question? I'm trying to go through some of my own list here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. A big part of why me, why me and Grandpa started this podcast is like the the special bond that Husker fans share, and like you kind of get that. Um, like it, you really can't get the same kind of like tradition anywhere else outside of Nebraska. Um, and so, like, what starting Husker Max and being a Husker fan. Um, how, how have you instilled that in your, in your kids? Um, yeah. 
Well, you know, the, the first words that they learn when they're after they're born is go big red. Actually, we had a, a neighbor next door when we lived in Southern California. His name was Michael, and that was his first words. You know, was, oh, really? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and they all get Husker gear, you know, so... Uh, I have a new grandson, uh, Benjamin, who'll be two years old in May. And whenever he sees a, a football game on TV, he points at it and he says, football! Yes! And make sure that I'm watching it. And, uh, you know, it, and he's always... Uh, Anything that's red, he'll he'll migrate towards. <laughs> you have a you have a granddaughter, Riley is her name, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Riley is uh, she's. What's she like? Fourteen now? No, she's six. <laughs> she's six. Wow. And uh, uh, the the oldest daughter, oldest granddaughter, Julie, is uh, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all good Husker fans, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, and and Julie's dating a guy, and he's a Husker fan by uh, osmosis now. Well, that's in has to be in the fine print of the marriage contract, or you know, whatever. <laughs> Just say thou must be a Husker fan. Uh, yeah, Will and I, uh, I I don't know if you, uh, I guess we talked about it in one of our other podcasts, but uh, but Will, when he was a little kid, they they used to live in Portland, Oregon, and we would go out there, and obviously that's a that's a long journey. And they moved to Fort Collins. And then Will and I would watch Husker games on TV. Yeah. And he was, you know, a year, two, two years old, something like that. He'd sit on my lap and he didn't know anything about football or really sports. He'd say, what happened, Grandpa? You know, and then I'd say, well, that was a first down or that was a punt or that was a field goal or whatever. And, uh, and I, I kind of made sure that uh, – his closet was not lacking in uh, jerseys and uh, you know autographed footballs or whatever. And uh, <laughs> but you know you you have to do that because uh, that's the reason why uh, there are ninety thousand people there. I mean yeah. that, that as David knows that sellout streak started at the uh, Missouri game in nineteen sixty two. We lost that game unfortunately. Yeah. But you wouldn't have that. 90,000 people today had it not been for those people years ago educating their kids and then their grandkids and uh so uh, it's a it's a great i think it's a great noble uh duty to uh to uh, make sure that the next generation comes in uh wearing the uh, scarlet and cream yeah yeah i i think actually the first husker game i went to was it was at Colorado in 2009. No, no, no. no. At, sorry. No. sorry, at, at Lincoln. Sorry. Yeah. It's Colorado at, at uh, Nebraska in 2009, was that? Right, 10, the last 10, year. 2010. Um, and that, so I think we went to uh, the Husker Max tailgate, I think. Yes. I, yes. I was four at the time. So I, yep. that's kind of funny that now I get to, I mean, I don't, I don't remember meeting you uh, there. Uh, the only thing I remember from that game is that we bought a DVD of the game. So I don't remember anything from the actual game. I just remember that we bought a recording from it. So, yeah. I remember it was a warm, you know, it was, it was a Black Friday uh, game the day after Thanksgiving. And David, you probably remember, well, you might remember this too, but, uh, but it was a windy day and it was probably in, you know, fifth high fifties, 56, 57, which is unusual for that time of year. And, um, 
a little side story from that game. Uh, I got three tickets together in the north. We, there were actually pretty good seats in the north end zone, not really in the end zone, but the, I think where the, the opposing teams, you know, where they sit. Uh, anyhow, so when we got there, we got there early and you got to meet Larry Jacobson. And of course, David Max was there and I don't know how many other people and and you didn't know Larry Jacobson. And no, I didn't, didn't know. Didn't <laughs> I don't remember or know any of any of them. Yeah. <laughs> so we got there early to go to, to Husker Max's tailgate. And uh, so I, I parked my car in a, uh, in a uh, parking lot or whatever b- before anybody was there to take my money. Right. So I just parked yeah, the car and you, got, and you got a ticket. I remember so that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I got more than a ticket, buddy. More than a ticket. Uh, I wish that's all it were. Anyhow. So we're enjoying ourselves at the, at the tailgate. Yeah. You, anybody who hasn't been to Husker Max tailgates, you're missing out on something because they're great. So I go, I said, well, I better go over and pay my 10 bucks. And so I got the 10 bucks out of my billfold. I'm walking over there. And I'm getting closer and closer. And it's just, you used at that time, it was a big vacant square block uh, by the, what was it, store, um, the uh, department store downtown Lincoln. Anyhow, Golds? Matter. Golds? Yeah, Golds, I think so. So I, I get, I'm walking just the block and a half or whatever. And I'm walking and I'm getting closer. And I see where I parked my car. My car isn't there. So I go up to the guy, what happened to my, well, you know, it was towed. What do you mean you towed it? I'm, I wanted to pay you, you know? And so anyhow, so we go to the game and I don't have a car and I've got my grandson, his first Husker game he's ever been to my son-in-law. He's never been to a Husker game before. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? I got to get these people back to Omaha some way. So I called a buddy of mine, another big Husker fan living in Lincoln. And he picked me up took me over to the impounding lot or whatever it's called. And I paid a hundred bucks, whatever like that. And then, then uh, I came back and I told uh, uh, Will's dad, Mark, I said, I'll pick you guys up right outside the stadium. So I picked them up. This was at halftime. Right. And uh, so I got everybody in the car and we headed out on, what is it? 180 that takes you to I-80. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? 180. Will, and he was four years old. He didn't make it to I-80 and he was just sound asleep. So that was, uh, that was the day. And, uh, um, but uh, I, I, w- I got to thinking about, you know, your book. Um, if, if you were to, now that was published in 2012. Right. Um, what would you do? You know, you got another, well, basically almost 10 years worth of stuff to write. What are some of the things that you would like to put in that book if you made a revised edition to that? Well, I'd probably put in a chapter about the PEDIA lawsuit and uh, more more interviews with former players. You know, so okay. I, I've had the privilege of interviewing a lot of former players that are Huskers that are no longer with us. Yeah, you know, Forrest Bim, Al Zickman, yeah. Fred Meyer from the '41 Rose Bowl team. Yep. You know, Joe Blaha from 70-71, and Joe always came to our Husker salute all the time. Uh, Dave Hum, you know, who played when I was at Kearney, and and uh, he would always talk to my mom 
a lot. You know? so, yeah. And then I, I former coaches that are no longer with us, uh, Pete Elliott and Bill Glassford, you know, so being able to memorialize some of the late players and coaches uh, memories has, has been special, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, glad that I took the effort to do that. And, um, you know, I, I actually plan on putting the whole book online eventually and, and add some of those items, you know, cause I, I uh, self-published uh, 2,000 copies originally, and I only got about 50 copies left. So wow. <laughs> I, I don't have it for sale on the website right oh. now. And and I, I just keep those that are left for, for Husker groups for their golf tournaments or yeah. silent auctions or that type of stuff, you know. So, so, uh, so that's, uh, you know, so I think putting it online so where everybody can read it as opposed to, and the other thing is, you know, the, the original book, doesn't have pictures, you know, because that would right. cost a lot more money. So, so if I if I republish it online and and add in the pictures with it, I think it'll have more value, you know. So, and the other thing that I plan on doing, uh, probably more once spring football is over, uh, is highlighting some of the nonprofits that that I, that have a Husker connection, like Husker Salute, right. to the troops that 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 I've been involved with. I mean. Uh, I've told the story about Huskers loot many times, but, but, um, <laughs> Gary McGurr, you know, from the Northeast Kansas chapter comes up to me at one of the tailgates after over one day and, and says, you know, Dave, I got this idea. Uh, I want to set up a, a thing when the, the team is on the road and the hotels in Lincoln are empty, where we get somebody to pay for the hotel rooms and somebody to pay for the food and get your brother-in-law to uh, arrange a tour of the stadium and get the get the bookstore to give half off to everybody that comes and uh, invite uh, current and former military and their families uh, to come to Lincoln for that and do a watch party at, at the ballroom at the Marriott. And I looked at him and says, do you have any idea what you're thinking about doing? And I, I always tell everybody, it, it, it's a good thing he never paid any attention to me because uh, what is this, about the 12th or 13th year? Well, and, we started it in 2008. That was our okay. first year. So it's, so it's like, four, this will be year 14 then. Well, when we didn't do it during the COVID year. That right, was, right, so you right. So you be right on the 13, yeah. 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 All right, so so they've been doing it for more than a decade, and and uh, they have three hundred or more every time, and and so you know being involved with something like that from the get go and and being part of it uh, is it, I mean you can't put a price tag on those type of things. I mean, and then you know talk about uh, you know Dave Hum, you know Dave Hum had uh, multiple sclerosis, and and uh, I was introduced to him when uh, we did a fundraiser for uh, uh, a fire truck down in uh, uh, Western Nebraska, which is down by Beatrice. And, yep. and I, and uh, so I could, out of that, I created this, this, this friendship with, uh, with Dave and he was in the hospital with pneumonia for a long time. And I talked to him afterwards and, and I just got direct with him and I says, you know, how, you know, how are you doing financially with all these medical bills and everything? And he said, <laughs> He said, well, to be honest, he says, you know, not that great. You know, he's about to concerned he might lose his house. And so I said, Dave, why don't you just put up a PayPal account and then I'll put it on Husker, Husker, Huskerpedia and uh, we'll get donated. He said, oh, he, he wouldn't do that. He didn't want charity. And, and so I said, okay, well, how about we do this? We start up a, um, 
uh, a nonprofit like uh, Mike Ditka's Gridiron Greats for, for former NFL players that have medical needs and, and financial needs to go with it. And uh, I said, okay, I'll do, I, I go along with that. So I hung up the phone with Dave and I called Jerry Murtaugh. And I told him about what about that, and he said, "I've been thinking about it for, for a long time." And out of that conversation uh, is now um, Nebraska Greats Foundation, right? And they have done a lot of stuff for a lot of people, and and uh, you know, so like I said, just just to be around the genesis of some of these uh, some of these nonprofit organizations, and, and all these people get their their influence or their impetus from from Coach Osborne. You know, uh, as to, you know, how they sh- they give back to the community. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like the story that I always tell about, um, I think I read this in Reader's Digest years ago, about the guy that ran out of gas and the country road. He goes up to the farmhouse and tells the farmer he needs some gas. And the farmer gives him a five-gallon can of gas. And he goes down and fills up his car and brings the gas pins back. And, and he says... Uh, let me pay you for the gas. And the guy says, well, the gas is not for sale. He says, he says, why not? He says, because how could you help me feel good that that feeling is not for sale. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I, people who have helped us through the years um, with salute, you know, I've, I sent them thank you notes and, and I've done that to you. And I, I usually say, people are a great American and you are a great American. <laughs> and, uh, and that is, that's some legacy to, to leave David. And, uh, we should all be thankful and, uh, there should be more people like you, uh, but we're thankful for those who are, let me ask you, I know we, we don't want to keep you all day, but, um, what what's on the horizon for Husker Max? What do you you just went through this past year with Sports Illustrated? Yeah. What other things do you envision down the road on the horizon? Well, we're we're actually kind of already working on one, and that that's uh you know the next feature that that um, is this uh, fanalytics. You know, it's uh it's an interactive graphic of of a single image that you can glance at it and see the 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 flow of the entire game in a one image and it's it's interactive that gets updated live as the game goes on and i was approached about that it's like another gary mcgurr to tailgate thing <laughs> and uh, the guy that actually redesigned the husker max logo uh came to me with the idea and he'd been thinking about it for a long time and so, so we've been working on this for a year and a half. And uh, so he's a partner in this. And then his brother <laughs> is a programmer. So his brother is the one that does the programming. And he's a graphic artist that does all the graphics that go along with it. And, and so uh, all three of us have a Carney connection. You know, they, they grew up and went to high school in Kearney. Their dad was a math professor at Kearney State, and I graduated from Kearney State. <laughs> so that's definitely a Nebraska-based product, and uh, we now have it available uh, for all of the major college teams, you know, the 60 major college teams and the entire NFL. And uh, <laughs> it's another database to be built out, just like Joe's going back to 1890, 
we will have all the college ones going back to 2012. That's when the database company first started collecting it. And then the NFL back to 2000. So by this time next fall, uh, you'll be able to dial in. And uh, if you want to do, you know, the Cowboys versus the Chiefs, if you want to do uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma, uh, you'll be able to, to do these and to, to look at these. And the, the, the other nice thing about it is you can compare to what it was last year. You know, so I'm going to do uh, an article. I'm going to start writing an article before every game next, next season and put up the fanalytics from the season before and say, this is what we did wrong last year. And this is what we need to do this year to fix it. And, and uh, you can just see by looking at the graphic, um, <laughs> you know, we had three turnovers. The other team only had one and uh, we had no sco no long drives or anything. And you can see that image at a glance. And, and the, uh, the other nice thing about after the game's over, you can go back to that image, you can click on it and you can go down to an individual drive, an individual score or an individual play. Wow. Is it going to be free on the site, David? Uh, it's, it is now. Oh, okay. So, so if you go to if you go to the Husker Max forums, uh, there's a section in there for Husker Max analytics. Okay. And and uh, I had the 2021 season this year, but but uh, now that the seat, the football's over, we're going in and backfilling, and so I've added uh, 2020 and 2019, and probably in the next. Uh, few weeks we'll have it all the way back to 2012 and then every every game in the fall we'll have one uh for the for the game that's upcoming you know, the neat thing is uh, the, the pre-game version uh, has a countdown clock just like the front page <laughs> awesome awesome so that that's 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 the next big project for husker max and not just husker max but for nfl and 60 major college teams Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, are you living in California? Are you still able to go to Husker games? Do you try to go to at least I, one a year? I, I, I go to all the home games. Still? Still. Wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, and, well, you know, the only one, the only ones I, I don't go usually is the uh, Iowa game in Lincoln because it's right after Thanksgiving. So I usually stay home for that one. But, uh, but last year I made it to every game but the Iowa game for home games. And, uh, uh, you know, so there are times when uh, I spend the entire month of September in Nebraska. <laughs> it's, for, it's fortunate I got, I got uh, a brother in Shenandoah and a sister in Lincoln, so I don't have lodging problems. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you coming to our, uh, our salute? Of, well, we have our golf scramble coming up June 24th, which is a Friday. Probably is not going to be in your itinerary but we'd love no. to have you no actually actually in june um i i got my wife donna a christmas present to a alaska cruise Whoa. so we're going we're going to alaska june 13th to the 20th so i don't think <laughs> i don't think i'll make it this year <laughs> excellent excellent and then we have our fall thing and i'll let you know uh i think it's when we play at michigan i think it's the i want to say the 19th of november so uh yeah i i i have been to several of the salute games yep, you have salute events and and uh i'll tell you what that that's that's an incredible weekend for for these uh you know military families and and it's just uh 
you can see how much fun that they have and 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 uh you know the, the uh, sunday morning prayer breakfast afterwards and and it's it's a it's a big deal yeah we're uh for our golf scramble, which is June 24th, we got uh, Mickey Joseph, who's going to be the featured speaker, who give us an update on the Huskers as they approach, uh, you know, fall camp. So that's going to be interesting. We still don't have a speaker for our fall event. Uh, tried to get Trev Alberts, but I guess he has a conflict. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll keep trying to get somebody else in there. Will, I don't know if you have any more questions, but we no, should probably I don't let have David... Uh, enjoy the basking in the sunshine or whatever. <laughs> David, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so uh, you've much. A, you've, you've been a, a fan of Nebraska's and I think all the Husker fans are fans of you and fans of Husker Max. So thanks for all you do for all of us and from Will and me for our, our podcast because it wouldn't have happened without you. And God oh, we'll, bless you. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see you at a tailgate this fall. Will I'd like you to meet got you first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Are you going to, go to the, this. are you going to spring game? Uh, I'm not, I'm still recovering from my knee replacement surgery that I had on February 16th. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, That's uh, true. I'm going to, uh, take it easy. So, yeah. so I'm staying home for a while. All right. Well, yeah. say hi to Donna for me, would you? I will. I will. All right. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Mr. Max, thank you so much for coming on again. And uh, we will talk to you next week. And I think we might have Tommy Armstrong next week. Uh, and we can get that confirmed. But uh, what? Do you want to say something, Grandpa? No, no. I was just going to say, I, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I have to get that confirmed still. Uh, I'd love to talk to him about uh, his playing experience with Jordan Westerkamp, who we already interviewed, and then uh, just a quarterback uh, perspective at Nebraska over the past decade. So yeah, uh, that's, that's all we have. And um, go big red. Yeah. yeah. Go big red. Go and big we'll red. Talk to, talk to you guys next week. <laughs>